welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we do encourage you that growth for your child is possible. This week I visited with Dr. Gutstein about RDI and why it is so very hopeful for parents. If you're a, t- a parent of a typically developed infant, toddler, young child, what do you just take for granted? What do you never even have to think about so, so you can be a mind guide? And I just made this list of things. Be highly motivated that they're going to initiate their own growth-seeking actions, right? They expect them to respond positively when you try to enhance their actions. You expect them to use you as a reference point. You expect them to be motivated to share their experience. You expect them to be motivated to engage in observation. To, positive, uh, to respond positively to, um, to parents. By 12 months, that's the most interesting thing. Kids get really, you know, they love the different weird sounds you might make or novel things. They expect you to respond, expect, we expect them to respond enthusiastically to, their, to your invitations to join activity. They want to be participating. They expect them to respond positively when you introduce small variations, right, to familiar frameworks, that that's the height of it, that's the spice of it. You expect them to, um, be very excited about giving them more responsibility. Mm-hmm. You expect them to respond in a contingent manner to, to parents' mistimed, less sensitive actions, as well as their adjustments. And what I'm saying here is that um, the expectation is that being mostly positive, in, you know, infants will provide rapid, relatively clear responses when parent actions are ill-timed, interesting, or overstimulating. And what I want to make a point here is that if most of the feedback you're getting is positive, then when you get negative feedback, it has meaning. Yes. But if all the things you're getting back are, are negative, then you can't make any sense out of it, right? Which is what happens with adults. So you expect that you're going to get that, right? You can expect you're going to get that type of clear feedback. Oh, sorry. Um, and that the child is accumulating a large sort of positive memories associated with that engagement. Okay. So this is from the start, and I have to work on it, but I think it's a pivotal piece here for parents of children with autism and other parents because they don't realize um, that this is what's missing, that, that if, they don't, if they're not able to obtain this from the child, right, there's no way that they can be effective, right? And that autism is, is unique in that sense of being the only disorder that I can see where the parent is, I mean, if you think about all the developmental literature, all the psychopathology, the parent is sufficiently adequate to do the job of growth promoting and the child is not contributing. Usually in the literature, they talk about abusive parents, drug addict parents, you know, depressed parents, blah, 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 parents. And, and they, there's almost no literature on, well, because the, the, the example, there aren't a lot of examples that would be there except for like autism, right? Where you see a child who's not contributing and a parent who's more than capable because you don't see that in Down syndrome. You don't see that in anything. This, that's what's unique. The parents, you know, it's so interesting about your list. They sense something is missing, but they can't put their finger on it. I find it, I find it comforting. Yeah, I mean, the idea that, wait a minute, this is just because of their vulnerabilities. You couldn't provide this for them. And if we can create environments and experiences, knowing their vulnerabilities, where they can activate growth seeking, then we have something to guide all of a sudden. I was actually thinking how you are never... Well, you are never ready to settle and be accept 
what so many others seem just to say, well, that's just the way they are. I yeah, well, yeah, and this, see, that's why I've explained it's not the way they are. It's because of what happened that they missed out on something. And therefore, if they missed out on an experience, it's not the way you are. It's that you missed a piece. And then, and then of course, the other people are arguing, well, it was a critical period, and so it's too late. There's no, maybe they're right, but we know that they're wrong. And we know that there, you know, there's no reason to think that. You know, it's all these little arguments, like they are that way, but they have no basis of anything. They're not parsimonious. They're not the most obvious things. The most obvious thing is, first you want to see what happens if we create customized experiences for them, right, based on their vulnerabilities, based on teaching parents to be more effective than any typically parent has to be, right, and to focus on, on activating growth seeking, not on getting the child to do something, help parents get out of that trap, and what happens if we do that? And thanks for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.